stand-up comic joke it up one time. Fun day. Fun day. It gets worse. It gets worse. <laughs> Come on. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you. This is so bad. Let's talk about sets. Let's talk about sets. Let's talk about sets. Sets. I think it's a perfect. I love it. It's so funny. It's like a '90s show on PBS. All right, all right. This is the podcast. Let's talk about sets with Harrison Tweed and Jeff McBride. So let's get started by listening to Louis C.K.'s post office bit from his HBO special from 2007, Shameless. I don't know. I, I've, tr- I've started to kind of hate people, and it's not because I have anything against them. It's just I, I, I enjoy it. It's just recreation. <laughs> like, you know when you're at the bank and you got nothing to do while you're waiting in line, so you just pick people to hate while you're waiting. You just look at someone and form an opinion with no information. And it's never positive. Who fucking wastes their time? I bet he's a hard worker. Who thinks about that shit? Skip over those people. Then you find a guy, oh, look at his shoes. What a fucking asshole. Oh, look at that piece of shit. Hope he dies today. Oh, God, I hate him. I hate him. You watch all the shit. Yeah, fill it out, you fuckface. Fill it out. Yeah, you filled it out. I knew it. You suck. He's just standing there. He has no idea you're just boiling with hate, you know? I feel people hating me sometimes, you know? Like, uh, I was at the post office, and I'm at the line, you know? It's one of those things where there's a long line and one window open. So everyone's just like, ah! Everyone's mad. But when you're in the line, you're in the hate group. You get to be part of the group, and you're all looking at each other going, <laughs> like a silent movie of impatient people, you know? Then there's always one person who breaks the silence, somebody who has an idea, you know, like, they should open another window. And everybody's like, yeah, I know, I don't even know, I don't even know how to do it. Then there's always an old lady who has a story. I was here on Wednesday. And there was also a line like this. Holy shit, really? Oh my god, you fucking old lady, that's amazing! <laughs> but anyway, then it's your turn at the window, right? And now everybody's looking at you and you feel the scrutiny of how quickly you're mailing your shit. You start realizing how unimportant your package is and you feel like they can tell. You know, fuck it out of there, you don't need to mail that right now. And it's like... <laughs> if you do one little extra thing, like, do you have those stamps that have Jackie Robinson behind you? You're like, you're Jesus. Fucking dude. They put their shit down heavily like, fuck now, this motherfucker's gonna make me stand here while he buys fucking stamps at the post office? Are you shitting me? All right. Uh, uh, that so clip was selected by Usama Siddiqui, our guest today. Welcome, bud. Why did you select that that clip? What's that? What is it to you? Hey, guys. Uh, what's up? Usama Siddiqui. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at UsamaBinLaughing.com. 
Um, it's funny, should I make the cl- get the plugs in before? Oh, anything? no, no, no. It's, uh, that's a good we, idea. Every time you talk, we're going to have you do that. Yes. That's how you, that's, it's that's like at Osama bin Laden. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, uh, I, I just love it's like how you have to say your flight, like the, yeah. the, the plane that you're flying when you're every time the traffic control. That's how <laughs> I just love the idea of like, no matter what, just not wait for anything. Just plug your shit. Like, hey, guys, my name. <laughs> oh, you can find me on <laughs> just a guy. But um, yeah, this is my favorite bit of all time, man. It's it's so fucking good. It's, it's kind of one of the main bits that made me want to do stand-up comedy. Yeah. Because I was like, it was, it was the bit that I was hearing, and I laughed so hard that I thought I was actually going to die. I was yeah. like, yo, I'm going to die. Not in like a fun, fun, ha-ha way, I'm going to yeah. die. I was on the ground thinking this was the end. Like, genuinely, I was ready to <laughs> die. And like, I, I was like sad. I couldn't say bye to my mom before I died. Yeah. Like that kind of shit. Very real. Yeah. Uh, levels of fear of death. And then I didn't die. And I was like, what the, 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 the thing he just did to me. I want to do to people like that was <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah. Like, it, it blew my mind. It blew my fucking mind because I literally was almost dead. Was he your favorite comic before you started? Yes, yes. Uh, I, I loved Eddie Murphy before I knew any comedy, and then I, when I started getting into comedy, Lucy K was just the guy that I just. I, I, I looked at this website of uh, some random website, some jackoff probably created. Yeah, he's like oh, top hundred comedians in the last twenty thousand years, and uh, the the top. He's like ninety eight, right? Yeah, he's like, <laughs> top no, me- top Mesozoic. He's supposed to be a good big comedy fan. Jesus, he actually <laughs> has been following comedy and Christianity. You should, you should see Erlock's thing on yeah, rocks. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. Gandalf's <laughs> top thousand comedians. Okay. Uh, but uh, the top nine I knew it was a Chris Rock. He was Chris. It was Richard mm. Pryor. It was all these guys I heard about. And then the number 10 was Louis C.K. And I was like, who is this guy? Yeah. And by that time it was like, Oh nine or something. Mm-hmm, and so yeah. I just kind of just starting to take off he, for right. like into the stratosphere. He just had shameless and chewed up, which was the big yeah. ones. Right. He was making chewed up is so great. And so I watched both those and mm-hmm. I've never laughed harder. And it's not a special in my fucking life. And this is one of the main bits on him. And why, I just, why did that, we'll talk about the craft of it in a second, okay. but why did that particular bit make you laugh so hard? Like what, if you could pick it apart, okay. what just killed you? Dude, I'll be real. I don't Almost. Even, right. It, it, Cause dude, when you're a kid, you don't really know about waiting in the post office. Not like a thing that's that relatable, oh. I think to me, but what, ha- what Louis did was, it was so good is that he brought me there and, and had such a point of view. Cause really, what are you laughing yeah. at with these guys? You're laughing at the point of view more than anything. Yeah. And, it's an observational bit, which is inherently people are like, oh, that's a weak bit. Like, it's a weak style of comedy. But it's not if you have a point of view. So if you're just yeah. saying what happens, that is just a bit. It's a funny thing. But if you're saying what's happened and you're giving, you're injecting your own yeah. ideas. So he's like, in the beginning, he's like, uh, you don't think, oh, I bet he's a hard worker. That's like hilarious mm. because he's a piece of shit. Yeah, and now yeah. you're laughing at this piece of shit now. You're not laughing yeah, at a guy yeah, yeah. who sees things clearly. Mm-hmm. I thought it was funny. You know, uh, this is, a, he's not, you ever notice, he's like a straight up, like, this is my yeah. emotions. And not everyone can relate to it. Like, not everyone thinks that. But when you're listening to him, it's the truth. It's the complete truth. That's what I think is the best comic is a guy who takes a non-truth and makes it tr- a truth. Yeah. Because he's so confident in what he's saying that uh-huh. you have no choice but to believe what he's saying. It's like a slightly false premise. Yes. I yeah. love false yes. premises. Yes. I think they're so and funny. And he's the best at them. Louis yeah. C.K., if you, if you break it yeah. down, a lot of things he says is like, this is not relatable. Not everyone thinks hateful things, but it's yeah, so yeah. Louis. You're like, And oh everyone knows that, that when you're having a shitty day yes. and you are yes. like feeling yes. those things. Yes. Yes. And I think that's one of those great bits because it's you can tell it's like murdering because I think the reason that you, cause it's like one of those, like it's melting the room while he's doing uh, it oh, and so you can, good. and it com- comes through in the, uh, you know, in your earphones. Mm. Uh, I think a big part of that is because it's 
such an everyday people's experience yes, yes. that like he can go any town in America yes. that will melt oh, a room dude, because so everyone mm-hmm. fucking feels mm-hmm. that way. So well, funny. yeah, I mean, that's that's like a really basic human thing, yeah, standing yeah. in line right, and yeah. hating standing in line, yeah. but knowing this is how it's done because the alternative is worse. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And, and, and also, I think there's a contrast here he's playing up, which is it's really benign to stand in line. Uh-huh. Inside, though, he's malevolent as fuck. Oh, yes. Right? Yes. He's sitting there just like, just, just yeah. seething right, in hatred. Right. Yeah. And, and also, I mean, there's no one who's like, I, I, people aren't just like, it is good to be in this line. Mm. And I think that's relatable. Mm. All, right, and that's what I think makes it such a good joke is uh, the idea that you can say apples are red is also observational. That's an observational thing. But why is his bit funny is because that contrast of like it's a benign situation but you're juxtaposing this hatred onto mm-hmm. this very everyday situation which makes it funny. And I think that makes it's like so hilarious how like he goes through every mindset. He fleshes out every point of view, which is the best. Any any really good comic yeah. takes it from every different angle, and he does it. He takes that one experience and throws it from different POVs, and it's just oh, it just hits you on every different level. And Jerry, Jerry, I, I, Jerry Seinfeld says that uh, um, one of the, the the job one of the jobs of the comedian is to articulate well what everybody per- has already perceived mm. but never really yes. formulated into thoughts yes. and words. Perfect. Um, and so that the moment that you say the thing that everybody has already perceived, then it cl- snaps into focus. It's, it's shock. It's yeah. almost like a shock thing. Like, yeah. Oh my God. Yes. It I is, know right. that to be true. Yes. I've perceived it. I've never said it. Now I have a word, uh-huh. a phrase, uh, a bit for it. Right. Amazing. And, yeah. and, it, and it like, I think this too has one of those, has a quality that um, one of my favorite things about bits is that if it if it snaps into focus in the right way, it's there for life. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. will every you'll stand in line at the post yes. office, and every fucking time you'll be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Louis. See, yeah. I, I love that idea, but there's other there's other side of that. Whereas, like, if you do so much open mic comedy, then you, all you have are shitty bits uh, that are in your head. Uh, so you, you'll be uh, you'll be like, you know, uh, uh, at the swimming pool, and then shitty McGee's bit about sw- peeing in the swimming pool is like now I got now this is in my mind. I'm gonna waste uh, my brain space with this shit comics fucking yeah. bit. Yeah. So there's there's two ends of that. You know, you I've know? never been so grateful for my poor recall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the amount of shit comics that I think about it per day. Oh god. So yeah. uh, another <laughs> another really element I, I I noticed about this is that um or just this is just a, a an observation about Louis in general. He does what I call um joke inversion or or like disguising these jokes. Mm-hmm. He doesn't do it as much in this, but he does it a bit where it doesn't register as a joke. Uh-huh. It, there's, it, it doesn't go set up punch. Right. It's like he's he's woven it so clearly into his colloquial language. Yes. Um, and come at it from an angle that it doesn't. It just doesn't feel like a joke. One of the greatest uh, discoveries, I think, by a comic. I don't know who discovered it, but the structure. You'll never see this. You'll never see act out, right? So you'll never see, mm-hmm. oh, I bet he's a hard worker. Whoever thought of that, the, the contrasting of like, you'll never see, because it's such a conversational thing, mm-hmm. but I'll, you won't really say it in conversation. But it sounds conversational when you're hearing it. Yeah. I love right? I love that you're saying this because I've, I've been analyzing and analyzing and trying to figure out like what there's a piece that I, I miss a lot mm-hmm. in my material, and I finally have a fucking word for uh, it. 
counterpoint. Counterpoint. Yeah. I, I, like where you go, it's not as if. Yes. You'll never. Right. It's not. Like, people don't. Right. And you're, what you paint is this absurd picture. Yes. And the, you, in your mind, you have this normal scene, but then you paint this absurd picture that makes them laugh because that would be weird if you're sitting in a line. You're like, I bet he's a hard worker. That's yeah. not what people yeah. think. Yeah. People are laughing. And they laugh because of the absurdity. Opposite. Yes. yes. And I, I realize, like, I, I don't know why, but having that word mm. provides the mental structure for oh, me absolutely. to go, oh, wait, I have my yeah. premise. And then here's the reveal that I wanted right. to do. Right. Wait, I need a counterpoint. You look back, you know, Bill Burr's bits and Louis C.K.'s bits, a lot of uh, this is like metaphor, act out based on that metaphor, mm-hmm. right? Then an inversion of that metaphor or maybe a uh, point of view shift where mm-hmm. like it's a different character now. Right. So and, and they have like these kind of structures that they, they use to like go through their bits. And like Burr's helicopter bit. Oh, you yes. Know the bit where yes, it's like, where he jumps off. <clears throat> it's like one guy committing suicide by jumping out of a helicopter and then it's the yeah, and then it's, it's the like pilot. a whole act yeah. out. Yes. Then it's the pilot. And he yes. does them both perfectly. Yes. He even yeah. does the thing where he like puts yeah. the microphone. It's yes. like, wait, wait, no, no, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. like, and, like, and just just seeing that scene is hilarious. It's not yeah. even a joke. Again, it's like a it's like a hidden joke. Uh, and the the best guys are able to do that. I but know. if you if you gotta break down their bits, it Louis C.K. is just doing he's just doing you know you'll never see. But the way he says it, he's like, you're not, you don't, you don't think anything nice. Like, you're not gonna waste your time. And then he's like, I bet he's a hard worker. Yeah. But be, a, a, a shittier comic would be like, you'll never see this scene. You know, it's it's yeah. way uh-huh. more uh-huh. Yeah. sneaky. It's little so touches. it's and it and it Beautiful. matters so much. I agree. I agree. So all right, um, uh, this is Usama Siddiqui. He's our guest Hello. today. He's <laughs> a New York stand-up comic, winner of the oh, 2016 yeah. Laughing Devil Comedy Festival, and he just came off a national tour. He is, if you want to see him, he is a New York comedy club regular. Uh, Usama, thanks for coming on the show thanks for having me um uh we're, what we're gonna do now is get the fucking know you man what up boys yeah, what up boys yeah. <laughs> i'm excited you guys are my bros I, I always like hanging out with you guys you guys are uh, i don't guess i don't see you guys enough i feel like honestly uh because you guys do two mics a week anyway oh, it <laughs> yeah, starts Bros. Yeah, you do. Th- you were talking about you, you, this before we started the podcast. So, Thirty-two. Uh, I believe you said one hundred and seventy-two <laughs> mics a week. Per yeah. second. Yeah. Yeah, uh, um, yeah I, I do uh, 30, 30, 32 mics or spots. Uh, spots. I do stand. How many up 30, is that per 30, day? 30. I'm trying to do the math in my head. <laughs> uh, it's like four to five. That's like uh, so. I'll do maybe like. Four to I six engage in 32 discrete stand-up <laughs> uh, segments. Hey, happenstances. Uh, yeah, man. Have you ever done the thing that I've heard that's, of? That's, uh, by, by the way, I, sh- I should mention, that's that's a decent amount. That's a solid <laughs> yeah, amount. Yeah, my mom is amount. like, what are you doing with your life? But, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She doesn't get it. She doesn't get it. This is my life, baby. It's a lot. I mean, it, it, it's just, it's, it's not even like, I'm like, fuck yeah. It's just all, it's a compulsion. It's almost like a disease. I yeah. feel like I, I, I can't not do it. If I, if I do, if I do less than three, I start physically mm. getting anxious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm not sure what that is. Well, I mean, it's, uh, doing stand up is, uh, often compared to going to the gym mm-hmm. because you, you have to, the muscle um, grows the more you push it, and then it definitely atrophies the oh, less dude. when you when you leave it alone. I atrophy sometimes between mics. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you like kill a mic, and then the next mic you're like, did I forget how to do? Oh, we're talking about jokes, not muscle, right now. Uh, okay, all right, all right. right, I, thought right. You, I was oh, like, no, oh god. Uh, <laughs> To the listeners, I'm 20 pounds. <laughs> he actually wrote in here on a chihuahua. Uh, so. 
<laughs> I'm actually 2D, uh, technically. <laughs> he, but you, when I met him, he was a geometric point. It was. <laughs> I really did a lot of work. When he got that second dimension, it was like, whoa, yeah, look yeah. at him. I puberty and I grew a dimension. That's a very different kind of puberty. <laughs> But yeah, I, I believe in the work. I think I think everything I've gotten in this town, and I've been living for like two two and a half years. Everything I've gotten in this town has been directly related to the work. Mm-hmm. I can if totally. I get booked on a, on a message, I can pinpoint the mic I killed at or did well at that got him to be like, "Hey, mm-hmm. totally. do the show for me." Totally, and that has always affirmed mics for me. Yeah. Some guy will be like, "I saw you at uh, that Brooklyn mic." I'm like, "Now I'm doing a show for 80 people because you saw me at a Brooklyn mic." Yeah, wow. yeah. okay, mics have some sort of worth. I think a big thing is also, uh, you know what I've realized is there's certain comics where you don't like, you're not in the same circle as them. You don't mm. really, you, maybe you're like friendly, mm. but it's so important to just be booked on shows with other really fun, uh, good comics uh-huh. because that's when you get to have a love fest with yes. them. Yeah. That's <laughs> like when it like culminates. Cause it's like, you know, when you're at a mic and oh, you're, you're so like, good, that's dude. a good oh, you're joke. You're so good, man. Oh no, you're hilarious. Dude. Oh. But you know, when someone compliments your bit and it's a mic that just sucked yeah. and it was like, it didn't get enough. Right. And so even them being like, even them being like, that's a great bit. Mm. It kind of still in your head. You're like, yeah, but it didn't do well. Right. Right. But if you d- both go on a show and it's just like, that's when the momentum and there's just like this, like electricity. Can't, and then yeah. after you're like, dude, that fucking hey, thing, man. Fucking you shit about the koala fucking another quality. It's like, <laughs> it's like insane. But, but the idea is sometimes I can't tell you how many times I've like seen a comic go up at a show and be like, oh, here we go. You know, I've seen this guy bomb nine times at Mike's. Here we go. Yeah. And he smashes it. And I love, I yeah. love getting my face punched in like that. I love uh, having, like, being like, like oh, proved wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Of it's course, Mike's suck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Of course, no one's going to be showing up in their best light when you're the 90th person on and, like, everyone's gone. And then they go on these shows and, like, they fucking bloom. And I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. Fuck me yeah, yeah, for yeah. Uh, assuming things. So, and, um, what we were talking about before. Uh, well, yeah. I, I, I do want to, I want to go back to... Like, where'd you, where, where, where'd you come from? What's your, uh, how did you get into stand up? What did you decide to do it? Uh, I was going to do med school. I was going to do that whole brown med school track, right? And uh-huh. then I did the MCAT and, uh, in junior year. <laughs> and brown University. I didn't up. know you were being racist. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, he's, I he's, almost he's made brown, a Brown University really. joke, Jeez, and then Louis. I was like, let's uh, let him go. I can show you every <laughs> podcast was that host made that joke. <laughs> just give it to you guys. Uh, yeah, well, I did the MCAT. And the week after I did the MCAT, I'm like, I'm going to fucking find something that I like. And then I did stand up in Dallas. And the first time, when just, was this? This is uh 2000 and this is four and a half years ago. So, uh, I, I went to the highness comedy club in Dallas and I did, I'd only have been loud in puns, by the way, the first time I did stand up only been loud in puns. Oh, that's all, wow. I, that's all I knew. That's all I knew. That's the only thing I thought comedy was just like been loud in puns and I killed. Right. And I was like, this is the shit. This is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And then I bombed nine times after that. Straight, <laughs> crisp, mm-hmm. zero to end, bomb, right? Mm-hmm. But Same I'm jokes. S- what? Same jokes. New jokes. I, I thought that's what you did. I thought <laughs> you did. I just thought you puns, did like, new five every time. You're like, yeah, yeah. They, they nailed it. Dude, that's I mean, everyone had weird ideas of comedy, right? When you first yeah, yeah. Out. Oh, totally. I thought that if you were first at the open mic, that means you won that open mic, and then they <laughs> unlocked a new open mic. <laughs> and you're the first at the mic now. Now you can go to Greenwich Village and do this mic. It's <laughs> like, like, I thought like a, a video game. Like, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, and you gain comedy points and comedy armor, and then you can like fight the boss battle. Yeah, yeah. If you kill that mic host, and you win that, you know, and And one day you defeat David Tower. If you were the first comic at that one mic, David Tell comes and you're like, now we must fight. You know? No, not David Tell. Definitely Judah Friedland. <laughs> Judah Friedland. <laughs> <laughs> you have to defeat the world you champion. Be the Anyone world champion. but Godfrey. I don't think yeah. you want to fight Godfrey in any situation. So, okay, so you, um, it was, you, you did the MCATs and you went, oh, no. 
know about this. I I, I did really well. I got in like in the 90th percentile. I was like MCATs, and I'm like, I I, I did this thing. I uh-huh. want this thing. Uh-huh. Let me uh-huh. just do the thing I want now. And so I did that thing that I wanted, and I was like, fuck yeah. I was still very much like, I don't know if I want to do this. Like, you know, this is. I was still very much half and half with like which path I was gonna take. And then I saw like some documentaries, saw some motivational posters, like you know, be the fucking change you want to see in the goddamn world. Or you know, these were. It just I, I saw Zero Dreams of Sushi and like how like he loves his art and just a lot of there's a formative time where I was just like kind of reading up and learning and I was like eventually I was like I gotta do this I gotta fucking I'd like to I think this is a good point to make actually I've realized that the things that make me most excited to go do stand up that night or write new bits aren't comedy uh-huh. it aren't things in comedy it will be like things like yes, that where it's drama. like like i love the movie chef and i realize every time i watch it i'm yeah. like jazz to do comedy yes. because it's about like this guy yes who gets like held down creatively oh, and then he it. just starts his own food truck and then just becomes like fame like has like a famously yes. delicious i love food that. truck that becomes it's just like any uh, yeah or like michael jackson or prince documentaries i'm like oh he just Fuck, did yeah. whatever the, he wanted right, on stage right it's and, and, that's also and realizing a dream and going for it, it's like you know you're from these suburban towns and it's it's so against that norm to, yeah. to go for something in these towns and it's like uh you know you're from outside dallas i'm from a suburb in plano so suburb plano of dallas. so oh. plano is a suburb of dallas I'm from okay plano. see like is there a college I, there? I, 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 yes. I really love i really love hearing A&M. about this because both of you did the thing where you were like early on and you went ooh. Which path? Like, the path well-traveled? Yeah. Like, ooh, that's a lot of footprints on that yeah, one. Yeah, a lot yeah. of unhappy uh, footprints. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're looking at these people that, you know, that did the footprints, and you're like, oh, God, dude. Yeah. They yeah don't... You're, you're, they're always looking back at the fork. Like, right. oh, my God. Right. I wish, I and, and, and so then you, but you made that choice, like, early. It took me a and, while. I, 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 uh, I deferred med school for, like, a year. So I got into A&M, which is in College Station, which is more south of Plano. Oh, okay. But uh, I got in, and then Aggies. I was like, let me defer for a year. I, I faked this thing where like my mom broke her leg, but she didn't. I just because you can't just defer. <laughs> you can't, just, you can't just be like, well, I want to see if Please comedy's tell me my thing. There's a Photoshop of your mom's <laughs> leg just bent to the dude, side. Dude. Oh my god, it's so bad. But uh, uh, you can't just be like, uh, so I love comedy now. Give me a year to figure this out. You have to have like a genuine thing. So I, yeah. like, my mom had some foot pain and so she went to a doctor and i uh and he was she, like you stubbed your toe it's like sounds like a broken leg yeah sounds, sounds like-, like your leg got cut off right yeah. so i was like yeah uh, so i made this really heartfelt email like my mom has is is in remission of a foot problem and i need to take care of her wait wait do people people go into remission from a broken leg See, this, this is before uh, i went to med school okay so i, just, I didn't know the terms been great. Uh, yeah. uh, what's the problem doctor i think the big toe is has a boo-boo so it <laughs> sounds like we need chemo <laughs> yeah. it's always chemo no matter what it is that'd be funny if they were just like row back unaccepted uh, right, right, right. uh if my mom has a really bad boo-boo and i need Wait, to, uh, to I actually, up. there's something great about that you faked an injury for your mom to avoid going to med school, dude. That, there's something. There's, there's something there. there for sure. For sure. <laughs> Uh, but Have you it, talked about that on stage, by the no, way? No, no, no. Uh, people are always better at finding bits about my life than I am. Honestly, yeah, I agree. Uh, but yeah, so I, 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 I didn't. I didn't go for a year. Worked at Jimmy John's sandwiches. Just got money to prepare. So good. So fast. So good. 
Uh, this podcast brought to you by Jimmy John's. <laughs> but so I, I just learned a lot during that year. A lot of podcasts. Podcasts fucking inspired the fuck out of me. I would listen to Pete Holmes. Yeah, I know. Uh, Pete Holmes from WTF. Always talking about comedy. I would bomb in Dallas, and I would use podcasts to like help me go through my bombings because they would talk about their own bombings. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And so I just did that for a year. Uh, kept, kept doing comedy, kept learning. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to get money. I'm going to yeah. get money. I'm going to accrue cash so I can go to New York. Before I left in New York, like the week before, uh, the, my friend surprised me with like 3.5K of money that they raised for me. Oh my to God. Go That's like the nice. Oh, no yes. way. I, and I thank them for every Jersey Boys, every Lion King the, that I saw. Because <laughs> I used it all on Broadway plays. Uh, <laughs> did uh, you actually go to a bunch of plays? I did. When I first came to New York, I fucking, yo, I used that. <laughs> oh my God. That's so unexpected I and hilarious. Later on, when you were stealing sandwiches, yeah, it was such a bad <laughs> you, fucking move. Yeah. yeah. But uh, uh, no, I, I just watched a couple. That first week, I just spent a lot of money. Did you go to Cats? Uh, I, I didn't go to Cats. I did go to Jersey Boys, Lion King, uh, Book of Mormon, and some other thing. I forgot. Book of Mormon is so, so good. good. So good. Yeah. Uh, you take selfies of yourself at that. Dude, you guys. <laughs> thank you for the Kickstarter. Hashtag thanks for the money that I didn't ask for. Uh, it was beautiful. It really is, was a beautiful thing. Uh, and I, I still think about it to this day. I think I still want to pay everyone back. I have a list of everyone. Because some people just gave money. Uh, one of my ex-girlfriends gave me $500. And uh, I think it was more hateful than anything. She, she was like, wait, uh, I can give money so you can, I can never see this guy's face again. Yeah, Here's yeah. $500. Get him on my face. <laughs> and so I, um, uh, I, I was, that was very touching. And I kind of came to New York. And I was an idiot. I was like 23 years old. And 20, no, I was 22. Are you 25 now? 25. You're 25. So I'm yeah. 23 years old. I was an idiot. I had no idea how to deal with money. I had no idea how to budget mm. it out. So I just spent it all on food and just living. Yeah. And then I lost all my money. And then I had to steal sandwiches to live. And uh, You stole them? I, I I went to Fairway Market, 72nd Street, 79th Street. To They're school. good. You can steal from them. Bro, you go in there. Them and the know, Whole Foods. You just keep it no head home. down. Straight, boom. Do, the main thing, don't do this. This fucking head movement. Yeah, you go to Fairway Market. Brought to you by Fairway Market. Oh! Yeah, we got so many Open door number three, please, the CEO of Fairway Market. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I would just I would just steal sandwiches, and uh, I was just that poor. But throughout all that, I would still be just doing comedy. So, like, mm-hmm. comedy was, no matter what my life was going through, I was always just doing, like, as much comedy as I possibly could just to make it happen. Uh, that's you never awesome. took a break, right? Like, not even, like, a small break, right? I never, between, never, like, never. Okay. Always do at least 20. When I, I first started, it was just 20. For, no, the first week I came to New York, I was just out, out with girls. Cause I, you, that was I your break a week. I didn't conceptualize right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't conceptualize how easy it was to get laid in New York because in Dallas it's like everyone's like scared of everyone knowing, right? Yeah, yeah. But New York is this fucking it's city of fest. sin. It's yeah, a city yeah. of sin. It's yeah, sinful. Yeah. It's so delicious. And you come in there, every girl's like, "Hey, what up? Let's fuck on the first day." I'm like, "Whoa!" But then a weekend, two weeks in, I'm like, "Why did I come here to fuck this dude?" Just delicious. I young have to say, like, broad having having moved here, like, and for this, mm-hmm. and given up a lot yeah. to do it. Um, uh, you know, like I had a whole life. I yeah. had a very a big career. Yeah. I had all that shit. And, um, and then I came finance, to New York. Right? Huh? Yeah. Finance, finance right. uh, evil corporate banker. Yeah. And, and so like, Brought to you by JP Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and then I can't, I come here, come here. And then at first I just did all comedy yeah. and then I was like, Oh, I'm kind of unhappy. Yeah. I need to branch out a little bit and, and find more. And then I finally, I discovered my scene uh-huh. in, in, in New York and I started to do that a lot. And I went, what am I doing? You're right. And I started to see a few girls at a time and like, and then I was just like, uh, and it was just like, killer, it, yeah. it was, and I was like, 
I didn't come here for this. I I worked my ass off to save up to come here yes. for years, and and then and I'm going to come here and. I didn't come here to party. Yeah. I didn't come here New to... New York, like, you can lose yourself and find yourself, it, man. It's, it's that kind yeah, of city, man. But it is. And I have to remind myself that a lot. I have to yeah. be like, I have to be like, uh, you know, and, and, and by the way, doing stand-up is a lot of saying no. Yes. It is yeah. constant no. Saying sure. no to this thing. Saying no because to that thing. Because everybody else is having fun mm. while you're doing your dream. Mm. Uh, you make it sound like Santa is the worst dream thing. Our is <laughs> so fun, though. <laughs> but, that's, well, that's, well, that's the issue. It's now like, I gotta go follow my dream, I guess. <laughs> Here we go. But, but well, it is like, it is like, I mean, it is still work and effort, and you're plowing through, you know, hours of other people's nonsense just to get five minutes to talk or whatever. Right. And it, it, it's so there's just there's a grind and a slog to it, and it's totally worth every moment of it. Mm, yeah. But but it is about this. What you're so while you're spending ninety minutes listening to. Awful comedy mm. uh, oh, dude, with a few shit. few shiny moments. The top ten shittiest comics that I think in the okay. <laughs> okay. So then, while you're doing that, all the people you know who aren't comics are out there having a blast because right, it's right. evening right. in New York, right. and right. so it's very much like ninety percent of the time I want to do stand up and I'm happy to just do it. Mm -hmm. But it's that ten percent. That's where I think the metal comes in. It's like when you don't want to do it at all, are you out going out? That's that's what makes a fucking killer. Development yeah. occurs at the margin. Like it, that development occurs at the margin. So like the moment that you, it's the moment where you you don't think you have any more to yes. give, and you do that extra mic. You do that. You you write that extra hour. That's <sighs> what makes the the guy who's not going to get beaten down. Because that's the guy when like setbacks happen. You're still going. Yeah, that's yeah. the main thing. When you when you go for it, when there's zero love coming at you, and when there's almost hate coming at you, that's. That's when you get good. That's when that's Dude, when the real I, shit is. Dude, I, I, do I've you gone face. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Okay, I, I've gone through, and you've seen them mm. uh, a number of phases where I've seen a lot of phases from you. Yeah, yeah I, I, like I, I, yeah, I, I've you, gone through phases a lot of where development with you, man. Uh, um, Gay, straight. Uh, what are you? <laughs> <laughs> bald, kind of bald, very bald. What's going on here? Uh, <laughs> How bald are you, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> Not very. I see Carol and it's still down. there. <laughs> Is he got like the um like uh what's it oh, fuck Bruce Willis and what's the movie where it's a goatee? I don't know. Fuck it. Who cares? Uh, Great reference. Yeah, so well, yeah, yeah. Solid, solid. Right. die yeah. soft. More we like have, it. You know that Fridays? was a, was it that Fridays? Was a week. God, that's, that's Friday. Why, hey, Friday. Harrison, it's why we have editing. So no, I've gone through phases where I, I, I struggle a lot with like the emotional uh, like uh, component of it because I, I take it a little too seriously and I, I care about it mm. a lot. Mm -hmm. And so then when you give too, when I give that much of a shit about it, when it starts to go badly, as it inevitably does occasionally. Then it, sometimes it can be a little bit debilitating for me, um, and um, I've put there have been a, a number of times where I can't remember ever having been funny. Oh shit! And then and then uh, but been I'm there, like I'm there, going out anyway, and it is beautiful. That's beautiful. It is so painful every mm. time I do that. I push. I do it anyway. Yeah. I remember one time in particular. Uh, 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 I've never been a few, but one time in particular, you. Uh, uh -oh. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. oh god! Oh god! What? It was what? I, it was at that library. Mike and <laughs> I, I was Mike? so I was so bad I was so depressed I was so depressed but oh, I was like God. I'm going out anyway oh, I don't care I'm going out and I got up there and I tried and then I just mid set was just like God I fucking oh, shit. don't have anything <laughs> fuck it I'm just gonna eat this yeah. and I'm gonna feel this pain and failure whatever and it was super awkward it was awful okay. for everybody involved and then the next thing you were up next and you go you know what you don't have to do this. You can quit. <laughs> you can. And I just was like, oh, 
okay. Oh, that's that's a good week. I'm like curled up in my Fuck. bed. Listen, that's listen. good. Just gonna okay, shake. Okay, okay. Oh, counterpoint. Yeah. Uh, when when I'm on stage. Uh, the, everything I say is to get a laugh, right? So anything I say, everything is right. to get a laugh. So when I was shitting on you, yeah, no, is just to get. A I laugh. understand right, that right. completely. I totally got what was going on, right, and right. I didn't sit there and oh be like, God, you right. I fucking hate right. that guy <laughs> so much." What? Yeah. But, but what it no, was, no. there was a beautiful part of it too, because it didn't quite work, and uh, to make people laugh, because I people know. were and like, and yes, and it was yes. just like, so here I, I just made it super awkward, and then you get up there, and you're funny just because of your presence and so people were cool and then it just kind of went downhill yeah, and yeah. you kept you doubled down yes. and I just people could see me just like crumpling yes. like visibly yes. and it was like it just made that, that whole situation was just like Mwah. Right. In a kid's library. Follow your dreams. Like you can see the book, Follow Your Dreams by Mark Brown, like right there on the side. But, and, and the reason I bring it up is to make you feel no, ah. that, the reason I bring it up is because it's that it's those I think those moments of like you don't want to do it. You fucking do it anyway. You you there's nothing in you that, that wants to do it at that moment, but your commitment mm. to what matters to you pulls you through that pain. I'm, uh, and I want to hear your story about my again. No, no, no I wasn't. Right. Actually, but the idea so bad, is but. Uh, the idea is uh, when I like to get a laugh is anything on stage should go in my opinion, right? Mm-hmm. But I. I, I hope you could see in my eyes that, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, please, it, not quitting is the first step to literally getting better. That's it. As long as you don't yeah. quit. There are guys, we're talking about this before the podcast, guys who are amazing who quit. That's it. That's yeah. it for them. They're done. Yeah. Their story is over. Yeah. It's over. I don't it care sucks. how good you were. It's who cares? And these are guys that I thought were great. And it's, it doesn't matter because eventually you keep going and that guy stopped. And that, that's such a fuck. It's such a, like a sad, it's, a, it's like a death. It's like a death in the family. And so... It was almost like to shake you a, l- a little bit too. Like, oh, wait a minute. You did uh, this for me. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. A little I, bit. A little bit. God, he's like a coach. Yeah, man. No, he's like yeah, a, yeah. You can no, just, no, no. Yo, yeah, you can just quit, man. Yeah, you right? did the like, sweetest no, thing it, it for is, me the, yeah. a year ago, actually. Well, this is what broke my uh, heart. Because okay. you broke my heart a little oh, bit. God, but oh, yeah. it was just yeah. an This is all about that, huh? Everyone who saw was destroyed emotionally. God no, damn. no, it was it was all my ex girlfriends in the room. No, I it was like a delayed. You, I yeah. didn't, I didn't think about I it. I want to clarify later. this too, by the way. I totally got what you were doing. Yeah. I totally understood yeah. that it wasn't personal. Right, right. I, 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 I could have seen myself doing exactly cool, cool, the same awesome, thing. Awesome. Like, I, like my skin's not thin in that way. Right. I can see intent. Uh-huh. My skin is thin in the in the sense of um, when I get depressed. Like, I have a tough time. Uh-huh. Dealing with much. We're gotcha. white, Osama. Yeah. We're sad. Let's go. Let's <laughs> fucking go. You fucking pussies. <laughs> no, um, well, what I was going to say yeah. was like a year. I think it was like a year. Okay. It was maybe yeah. more. Okay. No, this is the positive. Okay, thing. okay, okay. okay. <laughs> like we were at the pit and we used to, used to do a Sunday night mic. Yeah, yeah. And I think, did Eagle host? No, Eagle was just there was with you all the time. Too, yeah. Me and Eagle were always hanging out there. And man. you were just like, one time you were like, you just like brought me aside and you were like, let's be honest. We're killers. <laughs> and then, and then you're, okay, hold on. Then, okay, hold on. God damn it. Keep uh, no, 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 no. It's all oh, positive at this point. The, the, and then, and then. Oh, geez. And then you, and then you like, were like, <laughs> then you just like gave me born standing up yeah. and it like goes in a rotation of like, you got like, I'm almost mm. done with it now. Um, but, uh, 
but then so I was like, oh, this is like a really dope dude yeah. that also believes in me. Yeah, and yeah. I that like I really like that a lot. It's very I really appreciate <laughs> it. He told me about this yeah. and like when he was doing it, I looked and he was masturbating at the time. Uh, he was like to the memory. To the yeah, memory. He sent yeah. me the cum that happened because of that He sent it to me at my doorstep. It was very I, nice. I painted in cum and born standing up from yeah. Osama because yeah. I was like, pen and ink, don't do it. Um but uh but then but then um we were just we were at like some bullshit Lovecraft mic. Uh-huh. It was like a few weeks ago. And I was real depressed at oh, that time. God. I was just depressed Jeez, in general, like yeah. about just like weird life shit. Okay. And then, <laughs> and oh, then, geez. and then I did my set and, it, and it was like a devolved mic and yeah. we were just kind of like talking right, up right. there. And I was like, oh man, Osama, we're on Dave Lester's top five to watch. Oh! And I just meant that like, like ironically, right, like right. it's such like a weird, it was just a Facebook post, Dave Lester, but like me and you and Melissa Diaz yeah, and so yeah, yeah. And I was recording and I left my phone on stage and you were like, quit comedy. (laughs) And I was just like, not today, man. I I, I think that's the funniest thing. Like, they just leave their, their... (laughs) I know. She's like, that is as hilarious. As you hear the set, you're like, you hear like a quick comedy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like God came downstairs, just said it, and then like went back up into your audio. It's hilarious. I, I think I'm all about the bit. I'm all yeah. about that bit. So like, at, at anyone's expense, I love a good bit. That's hilarious. And people bit me. You know what I'm comedy. saying? Uh, I'm all about that bit. About that. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, it's like, I I, I hope that I, I show enough warmth. And, oh, and you're totally that. Like you know, everyone knows it's. it's I, th- I time. think that you do. Right. I think I don't think anyone believes it, but right. I think that, I think that you do. I say that you guys are great comics. <laughs> I told you, comics can act. Comics can act. Speaking of bits, uh, let's play okay. Usama's bit, and uh, then we'll talk about it a little bit after that. 2016, uh, this is a true story, I promise. Um, I was at the Guardian Airport, and a friend I hadn't seen in years sees me from across the airport, and he screams my name in the airport. <laughs> Uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> I, you say it's a, it's a true story. I mean, I, I, I yeah, yeah. is so, it a completely true story? Uh, or completely, how, oh, yeah, uh, well, how did, how did it start? How did it, it start? Uh, the, the story, it, it was like, my mom was actually in the airport with me. Like we were going somewhere and she kind of just yelled Usama at me. Like I, I was oh. being annoying or something. She's like, Usama! And I remember some people turned around. It wasn't like one movie, it's Guantanamo Bay. Yeah. It, 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 I remember it, cre- it creating a sort of a tense situation. Yeah. And I remember like, oh my God. I was mean, this Dallas Airport, by the way? This is DFW, yeah. Yeah. J- uh, yeah, DFW Airport. And I remember thinking like, this is hilarious how like, you could, she's yelling Usama. Nobody yeah. knows this is my real name. Uh, they're just hearing the word Osama being screamed out, uh-huh. and uh, uh, the TSA officer was not high, uh, but we were late to the gate, yeah, and yeah. I remember us running, and I remember us being like, it doesn't look weird that brown people are running in an airport, doesn't look <laughs> yeah, like we're yeah. late for something, and what would a brown dude in an airport be late for could be blowing something up, yeah. and just that idea of like this character who's like, just going to, to work, the same guy right. yeah, who's yeah. like, late to work, he's like, fuck, oh god, my boss is going to kill me. <laughs> uh, I, I added a couple things, uh, the... Um, uh, the ice. I added more things since then to the ISIS guy who's late. Is a guy who's like, uh, like you know, a terrorist overslept. He, what would he be mad at? Like, what, what would that guy be mad at himself? Because uh, what's a bad job for a terrorist suicide bomber if he blows himself up and nobody dies? Yeah. Right? <laughs> so I'll, I'll go. I'm like, oh my god, I, 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 I'm gonna kill like zero people today. Fuck. Okay, shit. <laughs> ISIS is gonna kill me before I can kill myself. Shit. Uh, and just working that character, just like, oh dear. Yeah. But uh, that was just yeah. It was like Colonel of that mom screaming Osama at, at a uh, airport that like oh my god this would be hilarious I love I love how those things like it's it's interesting how as long as you have the essence of, yes. of of what you're trying to say, the trapping. No, it, people will, for, will forgive you. What you can lie, yeah. you can say whatever yeah. the fuck you want. Yeah. That's, that was a hard thing to learn for me with stand up. It's right, and I think Louis does that a lot. He yeah. actually admits it. He's like, yeah, I lie all the totally. time. I lie to people yeah. all the time, like all the time, and it's exaggeration. It's a, but so yeah. the essence is. I think the truth has to come from the essence of the story. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yep. That way, the emotion stays there. Because yep. if it's fake, then the emotion will be fake. Uh, but the inkling of emotion that like oh what would happen if my name was called out in an airport that's a real emotion and a real weirdness and a real uh, awkwardness Mm -hmm. that uh, you can build upon I think and then as long as you're writing and uh, writers do the same thing if then they write if this happens what's a logical thing for to happen then and that's how you create a story right we just I just realized we're very similar in terms of Mm -hmm. our approach to writing like that because I was thinking I have a few I have a bunch of bits about being Jewish in the south and now it's like they hate Jews but there are none of us there and like there's a story I tell like about how we they don't know the stereotypes even and then it's like a guy leaning into me at a right. pool during a bar mitzvah party is like look at all these fucking Jews and yeah. it's just like listing right, things right, right. but it's oh, like yeah, they're yeah, splashing right. about and, yeah. and it's just like <laughs> and um but the bit is like I I set it up like it had really happened but mm. really that's just a culmination of a million things I saw in the right, south right. where you like ah fucking Jew yeah. it's like what is the thing about us it's, and they're it's, like I don't know it's funnier if it's happening to you that's like a like a common Comedy code, you know, if, totally. it, if it's just happening to you and if it's just a, a, a condensed story where every because stories in general, real life happens in, you know, uh, punctuated bits. Yes. But to put those all together, you got to, you know, uh-huh. conflate a little bit. And Hey, I got just like a quick question. For, have you ever noticed 
or have you do you has this happened where you find yourself like having really strong bits they're like like not instrumental to your act but like they're like the ones you do that you know will just like murder mm-hmm. and they sometimes end up being the first ones you ever wrote you just didn't perform the right or didn't even do them at the time when uh-huh. you like the that joke i just told i thought of that when i was in syracuse right. because that was like a very recent memory of like being like called a kike in, mm-hmm. in north carolina but then i didn't start doing it till like two years later in new york city i feel you I think you write those early because it's because when you're starting out in comedy, you have no idea what to do. All you totally. know is that you have to write about yourself in some way. Yeah. Well, you have like taste yeah. and no ex- ability to execute. Right. Right. So you know that that's a funny thing yes. to write about, yes. and you have no clue how clue. to do it. So once you finally get that writing ability, the first thing that comes up is that first bit. That's the first thing that yeah. rises to the top because like yeah, it just comes like it flows like water. Yeah, it's exactly what you know. And 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 also, um, I've found I have a I have one bit in particular that I've grown into. Uh-huh. Like I nailed it really hard early on, and then I couldn't do it. And mm-hmm. it just died. Right. And then I brought it back and I could do it for a little while and it just died yeah, again. Yeah. Oh my God, this is a weird and, thing. Yeah. And then, and, so and like but I was definitely again, like, seriously. huh? So much like your sex life again. Like oh, going in. Oh, oh, take a break oh, from it. Bisexual man. Sometimes right. I forget. Come on, it's your bisexual. persona. It oh, is your persona. Southern <laughs> Jew, Muslim from Dallas, bisexual bald. There you go. Oh my gosh. So fun. What a slash to make. Uncle still inside you a little bit. Just talking. I think the racist uncle was probably inside him for real. No father figure. I know father so, um, figure. But but I definitely like I think you do grow into bits. Like totally. there, you might have an idea that's just like you're just not capable of, of executing mm-hmm. on yet. Mm-hmm. Did we talk about this on my episode? Stop me if we did. No, I don't remember. Drew Morgan one time was at a I forget if it was a show or Mike. It was at seven thirty nine, and he like did a bit that we knew was good mm-hmm. and it killed. And then he was just like and another like another and he wanted to start another yeah. thing and he was like, you ever. Start doing a joke and then you realize you're not good enough yet to do it. (laughs) And then it it was like, yeah, yeah. That that happens a lot of times where you just, you you just, your taste again is better than who you are. And, and only through sheer amount of work and, and sheer just will can you bridge that gap. And most people don't never ever bridge that gap. They just keep the taste. And I, I feel like guys who quit before they're quite realized will end up being bitter because they still have their taste mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. uh, intrinsically know. And they still know they're good at they it. They still and, know. And, and the that, further they get from that it. That awareness will eat you alive. And then yeah. as you see your friends get up. Get I up. would add one thing to that. So I, I really like hearing Jerry Seinfeld talk about craft because he's so thoughtful mm-hmm. about it. And whether you like, I really enjoy his comedy, but a lot of people, there are a lot of people who don't, but he, you cannot deny his just incredible work ethic and craft. Right, and, right, right. And um, one of the things he he had this very simple thing. He goes, "There's first, there's the idea. Uh-huh. He's like, that's the easiest part. So simple. He's like, if you if you're built that way, ideas come, they come, they come, they come. He goes, then there's execution. He goes, and that's where most people stop. Um, and they, and you you execute, and then they go. That's pretty close to what I think the idea was supposed to be. Good enough, great. And then they're good. They've they they got it and they did yeah. it. Um, uh, and, uh, then after, then the last piece is detail, uh-huh. obsessive right. attention mm-hmm. to detail. Mm-hmm. And that is the part where people don't, 
they just they don't they don't do that. Mm-hmm. And I think because um, that is an uncomfortable space. Because to grow and to really get to that next level, you have to look within yourself at the truth of how bad you are at what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And nobody wants to do that. That's the that's the difference. I, I think honestly, the main this is the main crux of who gets good and who doesn't get good is who's can deal with the discomfort of being. Of the truth in themselves, right? And if they can look at that uh, like holistically and truthfully, then they will find the parts that suck, and they'll work on those parts, and they'll get better. And that's the only way. And as they get better from there, that's not. Then they got to look at the other thing. So it's a constant wading through your own shit. And most people don't like that. And most people don't even have, you shouldn't like that. That's not a thing that anyone likes to, to see the actual truth. And if you don't have to, the world does not make you do that unless you want to become a good artist or some other thing. So what you're saying is I can, I can quit. You can totally quit. <laughs> I only came here to actually make sure you both of you guys quit. Um, you know, so I, I want to talk about your bit though. <laughs> I, I do want to go back to the, there are a couple of things in your bit. I really just loved. I wanted to touch on, um, so uh, one of the things is the the the, the thumbs up mm-hmm. uh, detonator right. thing. Mm-hmm. That was just I just I love it because um, anytime you can have some sort of visual mm-hmm. component that then you completely recontextualize, mm-hmm. you will get a huge laugh. So good. So I I think because that's what a joke is. It's just like you're juxtaposing a different meaning onto something that everyone knows. Everyone knows thumbs up. Everyone knows it. And, and like, so a thumbs up can stand for good job. What's up? How you doing? What's going on? The plan is a go. But also, if I was a terrorist, I'd also do a thumbs up. So like conflating both those things. Mm-hmm. And then again, it's like that's uh, the more I wrote about it, the more things I found. It's like, you know, there's, yeah. there's three jokes in that thumbs up joke. It's it's um, uh, uh, thumbs up. But this looks less like an I know you more like a plan is a go. Then the synonym comedy where it's like you say the same thing, but in different ways. Yep. But what Brian Regan does a lot. Yep. It's uh, they were like, oh, some and I was like operation initiate. It's the same. I just said the same thing. Plan is a go mm-hmm. operation initiate the same joke, but I said it in a different way. Yep. So I got two laughs and then a new basically the, the, the detonator is a new joke in the same context of the thumb where it's like when a white dude thumbs up, it's a fun thumbs up. But when a brown dude thumbs up, it looks like I'm about to press a detonator. And that's again, that's the same like taking the thumbs up and, and working with that as much as you can, uh, uh, merging those. Oh, it's cool. And oh, shit, terrorism. Both those kind of those two worlds just plying like headbutting those worlds together three times. Great. Uh, and that's why I like that joke a lot. It's it, it is uh, a, a good mix of like very energetic, high act outs mm-hmm. and also a well-written tight joke. I, 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 that's why I like which I, that's my that's what I want to be 10 years on the line. And uh, you had um, a couple other things written down. Um, your, you do a thing here. One of my favorite things to do uh, in terms of ideas mm-hmm. is I really love to show the banal moments of evil, mm-hmm. um, like the where 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 something that is just so monstrously evil, yeah. and then you show the right. little tiny things you have in yeah. common <laughs> with that monstrous oh, evil. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. I fucking love that. You're just like with the suicide bomber overslept. Yes. Like yeah. all of a sudden you have a suicide bomber, which is like, how do you even wrap your head around what it is to be <laughs> that? <laughs> <one of those laughs> Right, right. And then all of a sudden you're like snooze. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Snooze. That's what comedy is. It's taking yeah. a, a serious thing and making it not serious, yeah. or taking a not serious thing and right. making it very serious. And this is an example of a very serious thing making it not serious. And then 
I like it because there's a truth there. If a guy oversleeps, yeah. he's going to be like scrambling to put on his gear. Yeah. <laughs> to kill himself, yeah. Which is so funny. It's so funny. <laughs> I think it's very funny. It's and, a, then, and, and in reverse, too, you do it, too, where you find. Uh, uh, like you find that 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 something evil in mm. something that's 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 rather benign. The thumbs up, right? Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I like that. It has both those elements. I I, I do really enjoy that joke. Um, okay, so anything else on this before we switch over? Uh, I'm I'm good on this. Cool, man. Thank you so much, man. Uh, oh, all right. Oh, oh, just this part. Oh yeah, just, this just this, you're not part. done. Yeah, you're just, not just done, called bro. me awesome a couple of times. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. Um, Next, we'll do a bit that uh, Harrison did. Okay. Oh, we're doing that? Okay. Let's yep. do it. Cool. This was brand new. Can I tell you? This uh, is like a <laughs> yeah. this is- this is a week old. This is a week old, but this is like a bit. I'm excited. I'm so what was excited. the LPM difference between oh, you heard, You've actually just heard I love the joke that, you, that you're about to play right now. Me and my girlfriend, uh, we, well, we love watching movies together. She's really into comic book movies, and I am not. Uh, so she's been showing me a lot of them. Like, I, we just watched Captain America, and I didn't know this. I didn't know that Captain America's, like, whole thing is that he stopped Nazi Germany. Like, <laughs> so thus freeing the Jews. Didn't know that. Uh, didn't know that that was a premise and not just propaganda. But, like, uh, and I can't believe, like, that that's the last time the comic books will ever be able to pull that shit off. Like, there's no way they could do the same thing if it was, like, Spider-Man frees the slaves. <laughs> you understand how fucked up and uncomfortable everyone would be if it was just, like, like Robert E. Lee being like, God damn it, that Spider-Man is nothing here! <laughs> Character named Lady Locomotive. Like, you know, the Underground Railroad wasn't like a real railroad. And he was like, well, she's not in the Marvel Universe. <laughs> Loved it. Awesome. Hilarious. Oh, thank you. Hilarious. Yeah, it's new, but the, like you can see, I'm kind of just <laughs> right. Ninth time, it's new, guys. All right, yeah. I just made it. That's one of those jokes where it's like I, I think you can tell, like the act out part is pretty much written. I, I want to add to it, but it's mm. like I know the beats and that, but the setup, I'm still kind of like writing on stage because I'm like, what's the best mm. way to approach this? Mm. I know what I want to say, which is Captain America is insensitive right. to Holocaust victims. I mean, I, I love it's but, one of the, uh, the the best structures of my one of my favorite types of structure is metaphor act out. So you did yeah. Spider Man frees the slaves, right, and then act out based on that world you just created. So yeah, like, yeah. Spider-Man Fees of Slaves. What's a guy? And then right. I just, that's, and that, done, like you, that, when that, that did, the done was a higher octave. Yeah. That surprised me as well as the act out. So it was like, there's two levels of surprise. Yeah. I was like, Spider-Man's done again. And so it's like, <laughs> right, you know, that, I just love it. And it's hilarious because uh, you, you bring in so many different levels to that joke and yeah, that one act out. A couple of, a couple of words. I love it. Uh, I, I like doing it because I've, I've done like Southern voices, but they're more yeah. like, Contemporary, just like you know, trucker, just yeah. like man, I love my wife. You get those, man. I think you work more of those in, man. Uh, it brings it. Uh, just, I, I just, it, it's made me think. Like, how does that make real World War II soldiers feel? <laughs> I know that's what I'm right, saying. It's right. so offensive. Right, right. Like, it's like, yeah, a blonde white guy came yeah. safe. 
Yeah, 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 with, yeah with a shield. mirror. That's, that's hilarious. Just, that's hilarious. That's what I'm trying to get at because it, it, I am. Look, it fuses two things I hate, which is. Is, white people <laughs> is white is being white and hating myself about it. But also, no, just like the feeling of it's like I don't think you're really understanding. Like, like you'll never understand. I'll never understand it. But like, you need to just shut the fuck up and just listen to the oppressed, right, as right, opposed right. to just being like, well, you know, it'd be good. It was made a cartoon yeah, where yeah, we were the ones yeah. that saved them, and it's like. It's really frustrating because Jewish people, uh, we're really easy to make fun. I like making fun yeah, of us. Yeah. We're very fair game because we are Noses, white people. Huh? Am I right? Noses, yeah, exactly. Oh, um, but like everyone agrees that like jokes about like black people are like you really got to. It has but to be it's perfect. perfect. Not a word out of place. <laughs> yeah, Not, yeah. If you do one um, they're out. It's I like know. it's out. I you're know. Like, <laughs> it's brutal. It's brutal. I to, know. To, when, a, when a white guy gets a good black person bit, I mean, you gotta get, put your hats after that. I really, that guy made it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's really. F- oh God. Well, black rooms are my are both of our favorite oh, rooms. Oh, they're just so real. So so it's just like a too. I do too. I, I have a whole like I have a whole four years of being married to uh, a, a black woman. <laughs> And the entire black family experience, and all the oh from funerals to yeah, like right. like being the only white guy at, right. at, at, at Southern Baptist right. funerals, and like it was a, it's a privilege to be part of right. that. I cannot talk about that uh, with white audiences, yeah, yeah, exactly. No. Even though I lived yeah, it, right? I'm right. like they're like they, they get tense, they tense up. You can, and I just look at them. And I'm just like, you realize I bought in, motherfucker. Right, like, right. yeah, yeah. Like, I, People I, just think that there's a swastika underneath your shirt. I know, you know dude. That's, that's, that is the saddest thing I have realized recently. Yeah. I've always been looking for what is my I look like right. I know I and look like know. joke do you know what I look like I'm racist right that's, that's, <laughs> and people laugh and so people, hard right. oh, oh. Yeah. it'd be funny if you just walked on stage and the first thing you said is like I'm guessing you guys voted for Hillary yeah and oh. you're like I'm just <laughs> fucking with you that's not my voice <laughs> Like and back to the audience. <laughs> You're fine with me. I love you guys. Let's go, man, dude. <laughs> so uh, yeah. I want I want to move on to a couple pro bits. Um, yeah, yeah. All right. So let's Arge let's do Arge Barker. This oh, is love Arge. Um, hit, the track is um, the, it's like the heart symbol, like like where you have the the little uh, uh, less than three. Yeah, less than three. Right. Yeah. We we need to. We need to accept the simple truth that, you know, people are people. And one thing about traveling a lot, which I've been really lucky to go to, not everywhere, but been to a lot of places. And I just, the more I learn, it just doesn't matter where you go. We're just people. And when I went to Ireland, I thought, oh, they're going to make fun of me because I'm an American. But guess what? After I made a few buddies, I wasn't an American anymore. I was just a bro hanging out with his bros. And we were having a good time, too. Drinking all that Guinness, running around Dublin, getting crazy. And, you know, when the fellas are out on the town, they're going to start giving each other a hard time. That's what it's all about. And one of them turns to me, one of these Irish guys turns to me, and he goes, and forgive me, I don't do a perfect Irish accent. He goes, do you know what your problem is, Arch? All you want to do, what you only want to do, you only want to drink our beer and steal our women. And I was like, okay, real funny, Patrick. (laughs) But I'm going to be honest, I was a little disappointed because I know he was just joking, but even jokes contain an element of truth sometimes. And I was a little let down that anybody in this progressive era that we live in 
would suggest that a woman is a thing which can be stolen. And I know the guys here in, in uh, Minneapolis are pretty new age, and you probably already know this, guys. But in case you don't, fellas, a woman is a highly developed, deeply intelligent, infinitely complicated being. And it needs to be carefully tricked into doing things. You can't just steal it. It'll totally see that coming. You're going to need a plan and lots of money. And I'm going to tell you something you wouldn't expect. Just because I'm a comedian who travels from city to city, leading a fairly nomadic existence, some people assume that I'm not only wayward, but loose. And I know that, that you're so, you're like, what? why would anyone think that about you, Arch? You seem like the nicest guy. And I don't know why they think that, but I know they do. And here's how I know. Every single time I meet someone who I'm interested in, and she and I get to that point where we're ready to take that step and make love, almost inevitably, she'll make some comment like, oh, well, I bet you do this all the time, huh? Yeah. Or, am I just another one of your conquests? (gasps) (laughs) Night after night! (laughs) As if I don't have any feelings. Hilarious, dude. Love that bit. Oh, he's so good. It's so all over the place, but in this beautiful he, way. He does this thing a lot that he, uh, it's so funny. Um, maybe one of the main touchstones of his act is like his high energy sarcasm. So mm. he goes up and like, yeah, it's, it's very tongue in cheek, but he does it in such a big way that I, I don't see other, other comics do it like that. Yeah. Very much like yeah. carefully tricked into doing things. Like it's very, yeah. and it's so obviously funny and hilarious. It's just, you know. Yeah, his, his tongue is like super glued to his cheek. Massive. Uh, stapled. Yeah. <laughs> Delicious cheek. It's, it's really, uh, um, it, it, I love how he is, he's super serious in yeah. his premise. Yeah. He's super serious. Right, 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 right. And, but it's, it's just so his whole persona and his voice is so, and his facial expressions are so goofy. Right, right. That he, there's something funny even in his attempts to be serious yeah. in his premise. Yeah. I like the thing that he does where it, I, it's like a premise that I've heard a bunch and it's used a bunch. I've never failed at Like I always laugh at it. What? The idea of being like, I know this accent isn't going to be yep. that good. I love it. And I love you it. do it just yeah. Yeah, I've heard it so I used it. I, I love it. I love it. But I yeah, just think it's hilarious. One of my favorite misdirections. Uh, yeah. And I just want to say, just to you know, not to get weird, but um, that was a bad Indian accent that he did. So it was almost like a meta bit because yeah, yeah. he did a bad Indian accent as a bad yeah. Irish accent. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if he meant that, but that's that's three levels down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and I love that his name was Arge Barker, and he barks on stage. It's like this weird, like yeah, yeah. How these guys with the branding, we don't even think about it, but like they put a lot of thought into like. How their stage name is perceived and how yeah, they yeah. use a persona. I mean, it's 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 really like above my thought grade. Like the way because <laughs> yeah. he got big. His name was Arge Lakshpapapan or whatever. He probably might have had less fans. Hey, this guy's name is Arge Barker. He's a, he's a, he yells yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. It kind of makes an if, if the mind it works, the mind likes it. Yeah, you know. And and also like uh, 
one of the things I've been noticing, this is so stupid, but I've been noticing this lately or thinking about it lately, how a lot, a lot of really good comedians have a funny stage voice. Yes. They really do. Yes. Like go into a stage voice. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, they they, had, they of... use it almost always. And like, yes. like Dave Chappelle is my, my favorite example. Man, if you, if you, you better recognize. Or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was or good. Or that was good. Like in terms whatever. of vocally, that was uh, great. But what you said didn't yeah. sound like something <laughs> in that. Recognize. <laughs> Diapers. Back by the mind down again. Dude, he is like a southern white guy. <laughs> And then you hear him in an interview, and he's, he's oh man, I'll just yeah. you know, yeah. that's what I. It's like that. It's yes. like it's so different. Yeah. And, and 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 you know, Bill Cosby, God, God rest his yeah. integrity. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> God rest his penis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like he he didn't talk like that yeah. <laughs> normally, yeah. but on stage it. And so and I, I I remember seeing an episode of Louis where that's like how his cadence is every time he's talking. It's like, it's a, like I don't know yeah. why that's funny, right. but it is diarrhea. It's almost like a, like a record being played backwards. Yeah. <laughs> it really Oh, man, good observation. Well, he, there's an episode of Louis where uh, he's talking to a really, really bad, relatively new comedian who is, oh, who is so just good. talking. He's just, he's really, he, it's yeah. just the saddest. He gets right. on stage and talks about his life and it's sad and no one laughs. Right. And he goes, will you talk to me about this? And he's like, oh, fine. And then the kid's like, what should I do? And he's like, you should quit. Yeah. He's like, I was talking to Osama. Yeah. And, and yeah. Like, yeah. He's, like, he's, he's like, you should quit. I mean, maybe this isn't for you. And the guy's like, I don't want to quit. He's like, ah, maybe say it in a silly voice. And then like, like a few scenes yeah. later, he's on Conan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Saying the same material in a silly voice and everybody's My laughing. My mom used to <laughs> wet the bed. <laughs> so ridiculous. And there's a sad amount of truth in it. Yeah. Dude, if I, if I, uh, I do a bit about my, mom, about my mom beating me, it doesn't work if I say it. But if I'm like, my mom used to whoop my motherfucking ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was actually born white. All this is just bruises, right? Yeah, I love that. Bru- <laughs> bruises. Like, that is funnier than, guys, my mom used to whoop my ass. Uh, all this is just bruises. <laughs> you, I was born white. All this is just you bruises. You and SP have, SP have two of the funniest be, parents. Parent be, be. It's, it's tough to wake up more. But the idea is, I, I think a lot, it's a voice, but I think a lot of it also is registers. So mm-hmm. I, CK doesn't have an intrinsically funny voice. I don't think CK, he has a very normal voice, but he yeah, has yeah. a couple of registers. He has, he has like this voice, like, oh my God, you should have a donut. This one. Donut. Yeah. Right. yeah. He, has, he has like five or six voices that he stays. Bill Burr has five or six voices. Bill Burr's like, oh my God, stop it. Or like, the, oh, Technically, it's the he has like what, five or you six. You like him, right? right. Fuck you, yeah. fuck I you. And so he, has, dude, he has his main Bill Burr voice, and he has a couple of others. And not, these are the best comics. And Chappelle again, he has white voice, has Chappelle voice. Mm-hmm. So these guys have like you know these tried and true characters that they keep like motifs. And I think they have the. That's uh, why Jeffries blows my mind because yes. he's just kind of sl- He's like, you know, you're going to show his right, right. That is a perfect impression. You even got his yeah. speech impression. Right, right. That's great. It's crazy right. that he's autistic, by the way. That's insane. Yeah. It's fucking insane. It's insane. It's insane. You know what? I bet he's got Asperger's. He's, 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 he's like changing the truth to right. make it a better bet. Right. He's guys on the spectrum. Autistic is a funnier comedy word. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But these guys have like these consistent voices and i think uh, i was thinking about this a couple weeks ago like yeah, yeah like all my favorite comics have like these funny engaging at least voices yeah 
And uh, you were talking about, you mentioned word choice a second ago. Uh, I, I really enjoyed his word choice of wayward but loose. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, it's just, it's so, like, almost archaic. Uh-huh. Uh, and the, the way, and he, 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 he phrases it in just a little little different right. way. It, it, it just, it just kind of. It's funner. It's a yeah. funner set. The way you can be like, so people say I have a lot of sex. Or you can be like, people have called me a man about town. You're already more interested yeah. in a man about town. Yeah. It's like I, owner. I used to set up j- uh, jokes about sex with, um, I don't know if you can tell by looking at me, but at one point in my life, I had sex. <laughs> and it's just it's like. like a black Because like, oh, I just like right. to be like, if I say I've fucked a lot of people, you'll hate that. As opposed to, I'd be fucking y'all. Yeah. Right? yeah. I do be fucking. Oh, what is be this, Def Jam? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's how I'd be fucking. Um, and then, and then the last, fucking, really. last piece I love about, about this, this clip is I feel like he misdirects so well oh, yeah. in this oh, yeah. so well to the point where he has women cheering and they know he's going to yeah, flip yeah. it on them and they, they, he panders so hard and then just flips it the right. other way right have you we were talking about this all before you got right. here uh, have you seen Jessel Nick's like most re- shakes yeah, yeah. The, the new one where he uh, talks about his own persona his fucking bit at the end yeah. or no 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 I where mean that's great that? too yeah. but no he has just this quick joke uh, he has re- he's some of the mis- best mis- Dude, I can never I, catch what he's gonna say ever. It's so it, good. It's, Have you seen yeah. the one where he's like, "The women in San Francisco are gorgeous"? I say that. Despite what's going on in this crowd tonight, and then it just go. It pans to every woman, and all the men are like laughing, and then the woman's like laughing, but in that way of like, yeah, that's hilarious. That is, God, that is damn that's it. Technically, funny. Technically. It's just a wordplay. It's just you, yeah. It's just good joke. And then he has another joke about being hated by women, and then it's like it's like stupid women hate my jokes. Stupid women hate my shows. Smart women. Don't come to my shows. <laughs> and then it just goes back to the women like, being like, fuck and you. And also the thing where he's like so hot that he can say these things. Yeah, he's kind of. You know what I'm saying? Like he's just that gorgeous. And so yeah, yeah. like, fuck you, you hot. He's really like marbly hot too. He's like, I've never seen him with scruff or anything. He just oh, kind dude. of looks. He's like if Mulaney was the cool guy at the party. You know? He kind of the looks. way is like not anybody that brings that awkward thing to him. Yeah. If you take out the awkward thing, you get just It's crazy dated look, Schumer. Look like, Oh yeah, that yeah. must have, they were, during their come up they were like together. Oh, yeah. They would do the cellar together. Oh my god, it's really that's holy shit. Anyway, that's <laughs> that's editable. <laughs> yeah. That's very editable. Yeah. I love I couples. What we're probably gonna do is I'm just gonna like take his track <laughs> yeah. and email it to him and go here you go. You can listen to that all you want. So I think you're the only one interested just in it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, uh, People give me shit because I'm to, super fun. I could talk to Matthew about comedy all day, man. I am Harrison yeah. on this person. Oh, <laughs> this person. Harrison. It is so funny that people were like so confused when I did that on Facebook. I just did it so high school friends could find me. Got you, got you, got you. Um, All right, next uh, clip, right? More to edit. Let's do it, uh, <laughs> dude. We should just go long, baby. All right, uh, okay. All right. So, um, and then this is a clip. Uh, what, what is it again, Harrison? It's oh, it's John Mulaney talking about getting bullied by drag queens. So drag it's, queens and goth one people. One of my off favorite of, bits ever. Oh, it's off of his album, uh, the top part. Okay. Hey, and before it goes, it's one of those bits where I was like, I heard it like years ago before the. I mean, before the trans community and like, okay. uh, like. Uh, whatever became like a so, really trigger warning, right. trigger right. warning. No. and I was like is this gonna hold up like is there something I'd miss that right, it, right. like it won't hold up anymore and then it's like it's even better now okay. like it's one of those let me, let me hear this let me hear yeah. this 
I have had a great time here in San Francisco. It's been very fun. I, uh, I have a lot of drag queens in my neighborhood in New York, so I felt right at home when I was here. It's very cool. Uh, I have lots of drag queens around, and I like to study them. Uh, and I mean, more like the high-end kind of drag queens, not like your tenderloin drag queens, who, I'm sorry, aren't even fucking trying. <laughs> Like, a lot of them just have, like, a mop on their head and a skirt, and they're like, I'm a gal. You're not a gal. You're not a gal. Really fancy drag queens are funny, though, because, like, a lot of drag queens, it's like they're under the impression that they're, like, a celebrity. It's like they all have this attitude of, like, don't you know who I am? I'm Strawberry Alarm Clock. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't recognize you. It's just I don't hang out in the one bar where you get free drinks. I want to say this, though. I think it's, I think it's fine if someone wants to be a drag queen. That's great if you want to, like, express your inner woman. But why, with so many drag queens, is it always the same type of woman? Like, why is it always, like, a big and brassy woman with, like, a beehive hairdo? and alligator skin shoes. It's like, what is your notion of a woman based on? A housewife in a Far Side cartoon? Why is that what you think femininity is? And then some of these drag queens, they'll go out on the street and they'll bully me. They will. They'll be like, oh look at him in his little shirt. It's like, why are you mean? Why is that part of it for you? And it's not little, it's a medium. Small is little. You went through all the trouble to put on a nice dress and now you're gonna be rude and bossy to people? It's like, do you know what your version of a lady is a lot like? A guy. You could have stayed a guy if you were going to be an asshole about it. Mulaney, one of the greats. He kills white rooms like black comics kill black rooms. So, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he really does. He yeah. is a black comic killer. Have you seen um, him live? I've never seen him live. No, no, man. I would love to see him live. Shit. Man, just, yeah, he does, he does perform Dude, live. Every, <laughs> yeah, every... He's only a Skype comedian. He does exclusively <laughs> Skype shows. Hey, guys. Uh, I saw him on Chat Roulette once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just dick, dick, yeah. dick. Hey, everybody. Mulaney's dick. Yeah. Uh, dude, he... Uh, every Brooklyn comic, you just hear every Brooklyn comic in this guy. This Trying guy was the progenitor that. of so much comedy mm-hmm. that is going on right now. And people don't even realize it. He, he just... Because you don't see Mulaney, but you might see that guy and that guy saw that guy that guy saw Mulaney. And uh, if you like the cadence of this and that's mean, it's like so Brooklyn. And yeah, it's such a fucking interesting he thing. Might how have influenced people. Like I'm sure he, that was influenced by someone else, but yeah. I think yeah, he's another one of those like rub offables. Rub like, very. He already just rubs he, a lot he, of <laughs> rub offables. Him and uh, Pete Holmes are kind of cut from a similar cloth, I think. Yes. He's, he's, so what's, we're what's both the, what's really the similarity? They, they do that perfect joke. Stri- you know how like Rory Scovel is one of my favorites, but he's kind of like manically doing these mm-hmm. characters and act mm-hmm. outs. Pete Holmes and John Mulaney do this thing where they like, well, do this thing, do the like more 
It's structured. It's a structured. Yeah, more structured. Uh, structured, specifically worded, very like, very like the uh, the sort of like goofy, goofy indignance. Yeah, almost mm. like goofy indignance, but it's like very like. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's like taking a, a certain thing and just sort of like being white about it, honestly. Yeah, it's yeah. Like being very yeah, yeah, yeah. White, goofy indignance. Wait, totally. wait, wait, wait. Let's back up a second. What, what exactly does being white about it mean in this scenario? Because <sighs> I, okay. I, I think that's too general. I don't want to assume. That, that, that's probably yeah. right. Come on. Uh, white people are going to be offended. Right, right, right. Here we go. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> All uh, of our listeners. And so, Melanie and Pete Holmes and maybe even Anjiani to a little bit, they uh, take like situations, right? Like the drag queen, right? And they have this sort of, they're goofy white guys. Like, hey, I'm, I'm a goofy guy. UCB types. Yeah, is, yeah, that, yeah. is that hitting it? Yeah, no, no, I think you're... UCB types that are taking uh, a high LPM approach to sort of, like a lot of white guys, they like, or like comics, they just take like a very like slow, like uh, measured approach, but they take a very like hit, 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 going every angle. Uh, and maybe I'm just being full of shit right now, but like, no, I think you're right. I think also I think white a white thing yeah. to do in comedy is to make sure that you know you're not offending anyone. Uh-huh. Like you know how he's like and look if you're a drag queen, that's okay with me. Okay, okay. That, like, yeah, maybe, that, maybe you're more you're probably hitting it better. Yeah. Well, I just yeah. think I think that and then it's like. But here's my but here's where I question yes, things. Yes. Okay. 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 That's kind of my Spider-Man bit is a lot like that too. It's, I really don't want to hurt anyone. Oh my god! It, I think you hit it. It's like this. Uh, I don't want to disrespect anybody, but here's this joke that's making fun of that thing I yeah. just said. I, it's almost like this weird like yeah. stay away. I'm good. I expect I, I accept, Aziz I mean, does that a lot too, where he's like, I kind of right. feel like it's this idea that you know a joke has to have a corpse. It has to have a corpse. Yeah. Yeah. A joke Wait, has to have. That is a great quote. Yeah. You know a joke has to have a corpse. The, yeah. Title. Like we should title every episode based yeah, on a great yeah. quote by the guest, and I think it does. It does, and so Wait. but these guys are so nice and like I know, and then they're uh, sensitive to the Brooklyn every participation trophy type of crowds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I accept it, and as long as they hear that, oh, you accept them? Oh, have at it. Yeah, but yeah. at the end, you're still laughing at a drag queen at his expense, yeah, yeah, or yeah. her expense, or its expense. Whatever. Well, I yeah, mean, yeah. it's the <laughs> definitely it's, hey. they like it. It's, they like it it <laughs> is along the same lines of. What you, why you will accept Louis complaining bitterly about his children and calling them assholes because you know, at the end of the mm. day, there's no hatred in his heart yes. for his kids. Yes. And so what they're establishing here or trying to establish is this is coming from a place of acceptance and mm. love and tolerance and all of those things. Now that you understand that I don't mean Malignantly, the thing right. I'm about to say now. Let me say uh, yeah. this horrible thing. But yeah. Louis doesn't take that moment to be like, "I love my kids." He doesn't even. Ta- he just kind of yeah. goes in. Whereas I think Pete Holmes. And Louis uh, is a black comic. Yes. But no, but, but, yeah. but Louis, I, I have to say, I have to disagree with that a little bit. Like Louis is so skilled that he communicates it subvocally. That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But, but the difference between these new kind of like UCB type comics with the Brooklyn, it's almost like the crowd requires you, or you think that the crowd requires you to say, "I accept them. They're great." Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I think a lot, a lot of the bigger comics, Bill Burr, the older ones, they don't even deal with that part. They just show it through the way they and, talk. And also, I think they have the benefit of, and we, 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 we forget this a lot, but they have the benefit of, you know who they are. Yes. You yes, know them. Yes. The hard work is already done. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. And uh, I, but like, I, like, I prefer unapologetic. Yes. I think it's just funner. It's, you, it's, you get in there. You, you, know? you saw my whole set last night. Yes. The bit I did after that joke was that it's, it was like I just did it there where it was like me and my girlfriend Throw were both waiters. It was terrible. 
<laughs> the the one about me hitting <laughs> our, us hitting each other right. in bed. Yes. Quit. Quit. Yeah, totally quit. 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 Uh, what about quit? <laughs> Dude, it's in my headphone. I have it. It's in my memos. I, I have it for right. life. <laughs> Going back to the bit, um, I, I liked how um, he was. A, I'm a ga- I'm a gal. You're not a gal. Yeah. I'm a gal. Oh, you're not I'm a gal. gal. Like that. I love that. He, John Mulaney has the uh, most ease with punching up his own bits. He, I, I remember him doing bits and then repeating the bits slowly in his act and getting more laughs. How? What? What? Wait, what do you mean? Can you do like, an example? Like, like, I can't remember. Uh, yeah, I, I remember thinking this a lot. In his first special, mm-hmm. he would be like, uh, oh, the, uh, the sh- uh, shots out of Flanagan's or whatever. Yeah. yeah. $3 shots. Or sorry, 10 shots for $3. 10 shots. For three dollars, yeah, yeah, yeah. Adolf Flanagan, and it's like he's getting laughs at every what? bit. I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's cheating. That's like cheating. You're yeah, cheating. Yeah. It's two for one special. It's like using a joke coupon, you know? It is. Well, great, I mean, yeah. it's yeah. like I, in in that in that example. I, I want to dig into that a second. In that example, the first time it's just the advertisement. Uh-huh. The second time it's think about uh, this situation. Genius. Yeah, it's a genius way to get more. And the ways people that these new comics get more laughs like an extra laugh is uh, very fascinating to me like Roy Scoville and Pete Holmes kind of do this thing where like if you're not laughing then you're and then at the end of their joke so mm-hmm. that is an, another extra laugh that they squeeze out of the audience mm-hmm. yeah. and that's a new thing that you don't see uh, until these guys start I, think, yeah. I don't know who created that joke structure but uh, they'll say a joke and like if you're not laughing you're Republican or if you're not laughing then you don't really think about this and then they go a whole bit about that about they go from the audience perspective of like oh this is what I think that your bit is and that's something that's very new I think that's a new kind of style or new addendum that they added recently that I don't see Louis or you know a lot of Burr they don't see yeah. Burr does that more now but it's older stuff I don't think he saw that more. Do you think the aggressive irreverence style is dying? No. Not dying. Aggressive irreverence. Less. Like, it's not a. Like, everyone will consider Louis as the best for, like, I guess the next five years, ten years. Um, And he is irreverent for sure. Mm -hmm. But outside of maybe, like, Che. Not that many people See, that are like blossoming as like young, uh, like star comics. I mean, dude, look at Norman. Uh, Norman is aggressively irreverent, but he says it in like an easier way. Dude, and he's looking he at the fucking shit, voice. dude. Yeah. Oh, he says some shit like uh-huh. where he hates. Whoa, he you're he giving me a boner, you pedophile? Yeah, <laughs> I love that he, bit he so gives, much. He does black people uh-huh. jokes like heavy that are against braces and they're hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So he's irreverent. I think the best comics actually are aggressively irreverent, and it's just they're so good that they're lovable oh, that I'm, you I'm not saying they're not there right. I'm saying like the ones that are floating to the surface like yeah. Mulaney right. white whitish actually right. I don't know I don't know because Burr's still huge Louis still huge Norton's oh, still huge the, I'm saying the Rich people at the top are fucking right. money right. and they you are ever seen the that, ones coming up I'm saying like is that do you think becoming Rose pe- Battle's huge you know because the political correctness is like boom right right, right. but then especially the, uh, people with every, that do with every uh, rising uh, you know uh, mentality. There's always a counter mentality, and I think that you know, Rose Battle is a TV show that just came out, so there is a uh, marketability to be in mean as fuck now. But the, the problem is, I think, is like now is j- j- to be mean as fuck. Just to be mean as fuck is going to be novel, yeah, and yeah. that's just the shittier. Like every offshoot of a of a of an era has like the shittier version. Yeah, like if you have a biggie, you're gonna have Chief <laughs> Keith as well, right? Yeah. So you're gonna have these guys that are gonna come out, and that shock value comedy is gonna rise again. Uh, because it's like, oh my god, it's so not PC, but it's not good comedy. It's just the shittier version of what's actually good. Yeah, absolutely. I think. 
No, I feel yeah. I'm not sure if I answered your question, but I, well, you know yeah. what? Like, did you see Che's special? Yeah, I thought he was. Uh, he wasn't being Che. He was just. He did this. Eating. I don't really know what Che's being Che is yeah. because I've only seen him on Weekend Update. I've che, never seen him che live. Che is uh, naturally funny, just like just saying shit. Just yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. This special was like, hey y'all, what's up? And it's like almost like he yeah. in his mind he was like, this is a special. Gotta have my special persona on. I'm like, no, you have your actual persona. Oh, wow. That's who you are. Do who you are. The check. Check I'm is really. Back sets. I, I I have to say I'm I'm really impressed with Che. Like I just his yeah, every time. I see a see bit from him. I, I've seen him once. Like live, right? yeah, amazing yeah, live. But yeah. his special is not him. He's not doing himself. Oh, okay. I haven't seen his check special. Check it out. Yet. I think you'll. You, you'll Where was that venue, by the way? Could you tell? No, it's, it's like the Bell House. They went into a random. Abandoned fucking. It was crazy. Killing factory or something. You know how Brooklyn does. It now. does seem like hurry right, jerky. Like right. it's not a. Um, yeah. Yeah. So well, the um, the I, I, yeah, I had, I had a couple of things just on the on this this last mm-hmm. bit, and then uh, and then we'll wrap it up. Oh. Um, so uh, um, I liked uh, that that part. What is how he puts us for a moment in the mind of. The uh, of the uh, transsexual, transgender, transvestite. LGBTQ what is this supposed to be? XYZ yeah. person. So yeah, he puts you in this mind of like, and then points out this delightful, uh. just mwah, awesome uh. moment of of what is your what is your notion of a woman based on? Yeah. Uh. Oh, like he, that perception oh, shift, and it's like oh, you know what's so good about Mulaney is that he. He, he takes these complex ideas, and this is a good teacher. Mm-hmm. Takes complex ideas and then relays them as a way, uh, in a way that people can understand. Yep. And he does it, like talking about transgender issues. It's complex. This is a yeah. complex idea. What he brings forth is like the idea of like the dudes' personalities and what that means about them, and psycho uh, psychoanalyzes them. Yeah. And then makes it hilarious. And that's why there's, it's so good as a bit, because uh, it's like a very vast macro issue yeah. that he distills into this, you know, one, two little uh-huh. things that are weird. And, and, and he does a really just genius move, too, where he makes himself the victim uh-huh. in yeah. a scenario where he could me. easily be making yes. them the victim. That's great. Yeah. That's and great. he flips it. So right. he's the victim to point out right. that, that they're Act, their the version of a woman is yeah, yeah is yeah. is really a, a mean man right. <laughs> and, yeah. and like oh just like and you can kind of feel it coming in that last sentence right. but it's just like you I, I, I it's one of those yeah. bits where I know the punchline's coming uh-huh. and I just want it yeah I don't yeah. I'm not even sitting there like oh, I see this coming I'm right. like absolutely yeah so so fucking Melania is just a master of like relaying what he wants to relay at the exact moment he wants to relay it his He's timing. Just, is incredible. Perfect. I mean, Unreal. Pete Holmes said it on a podcast yeah. about him. It's like no one besides him and like Seinfeld and Melania yeah. are those two two people yeah. that like stand up fits them like a perfect yeah. suit. Fit. Yes. Like everyone else is like doing stand up. Right. They like are stand up. Yeah. And that's why when you see Melania yeah. act anywhere, it looks terrible. Yeah. Yeah. He's polished to the point of blinding. Yeah. Like yeah. it's yeah, yeah. just. Down to the abs, this the inflection, the and look. I, I, that's why he's not my favorite he comic. Never forgets it. That's bitch. why he's actually not my favorite comic. I actually like the rougher Brian Regan's, Bill Burr's, yeah. case where it's just. Yeah, Pete Holmes is kind of rough now. I, when I was he watching knows, his yeah. most recent special, I was he's like, rough. "Oh, you're fucking edgy he's as fuck. Right, you're rough. just so silly right, that it doesn't right. come across." He's a little rougher, a little more uh, conversational. I kind of like that because kind of it's more of the illusion of just hanging out. Whereas Mulaney is like this beautiful, perfect product, yeah. which I think takes it away from. He me is a like a Ken doll stand. 
Yes, it's like, yes. Yeah. 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 Ken dolls. He's like, yeah. a stand-up toy. I could see yeah. him playing yeah. like a, oh. He was created by robots to like yeah. as a stand-up yeah. like, command prompt. He moves prompt. like a robot too. Enter stand-up, you know, and then like, well, you ever want <laughs> is that blah, 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 blah. Yeah. The perfect coded stand-up. It's crazy. Awesome. You know, stand-up 2.0. So, I love, oh, uh, sorry. Oh, no, it wasn't going to add anything. Right. <laughs> oh God! I just I just try to cut down on the editing time. I really. <laughs> I, I love my life. Been going by the way. Um, uh, I don't think we've been recording. Yeah. We? <laughs> uh, <laughs> we didn't record uh, any uh, of almost, this. An, almost an hour and a half. So, um, okay. uh, do you have anything to plug? Um, this may not be posted for a while, so we'll we plug go. away. <laughs> here we go. I'm doing a show. Can I do everything I've done this year? Uh, is that possible? Let's see. I'm doing a sh. Anything. You no, do a out, lot come, of come out to, just, just follow me on, uh, on Instagram <laughs> and Twitter at Usama Bin Laffin. And uh, I check my Facebook on Mondays and Tuesdays. I, I put the shows for the week, usually. Uh, and uh, just that's Facebook.com slash Usama Stands Up. And you can check me on my website, UsamaStandsUp.com. That's so fantastic. Much. And uh, I want to uh, make a special thanks to Salt and Pepper for not suing us for, uh, or for not yet suing us for their song, oh, um, uh, which I believe was. falls under fair use. And I stand behind that uh, with the full force of the uh, law degree I do not have. Uh, so and then uh, a, a special thanks to our guest, Kusama Siddiqui. Quick comedy. Quick comedy. Come on. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you. 